0: Hi, and welcome to Plead the Cause, brought to you by Heart of the Bride Ministries, where we are pleading the cause of orphaned and vulnerable children around the world. I'm Brian Christman, the Executive Director of Heart of the Bride. And for the last three weeks, we have been doing something very special, which is uh, uh, inviting you to join us for our 25th anniversary banquet. We gathered on November 4th to celebrate 25 years of ministry. And so for the last few weeks and for the next few to come, we are just giving segments of that banquet so that you can follow along with us and hear the story of Heart of the Bride, how we started, uh, how God brought this to be, where we are now, which is what we're in now, is telling the story of where we are, Uh, and sharing with you some of the life life change that has happened recently and that is continuing to happen in in the children that God brings into our ministry. And so uh, if you want to watch the entire banquet, it is on YouTube and on our Facebook page. It's an hour and a half. You can go listen or watch through it um, all at once, or you can just continue to join us for these segments going back to episode 24 and uh, get the entire banquet that way. So tonight or today, uh, when you're listening to this or watching this, we're going to be sharing with you our time with Monica Muoki, our partner from Kithyanyo, Kenya. Where we share about her ministry, the Eagles Christian Academy, and how they are reaching a small village in the rural area of Kenya, and uh, and really seeing life change there. And in the coming weeks, we'll share about some of the uh, the vision that God has given us for the future there, uh, to reach even more people and and to reach the community around our kids. So I hope that you'll uh, be encouraged by this as we hear Monica Muoki share about the Eagles Christian Academy. Well, we would like to visit with monica for just a little bit now because what's uh what's amazing is that um the ministry that was started there was uh, more of a community center ministry at first, but Monica was just paying for a bunch of kids to go to school early on. <laughs> I, can't make, I can't tell you how many times, aside from the ministry money that we sent, Monica would say, I paid the school fees for that one and that one, and just just not bragging, just when we would talk about, I would ask, hey, what's the story with this kid? Well, I, I paid the school fees for that one. Um, and it was early on, very few kids in the village were going to school, especially secondary. Is that correct? I mean, yeah. they, yeah, uh, very uneducated. Um, so, um, so early, the ministry was called Heralds of His Coming. It was a community ministry, but why, um, why did you feel the need to transition to, uh, to a school?
1: Um, I had been dealing with teenagers and paying school fees for them, and uh, it's typical of uh, teenagers to imagine that. They have known it all so when they finished from four and they go away you know I, I would not be able to reach them and uh it was disturbing because i still want to see the community transformed i would still want to see um people going to school so that i don't see drunkards around or or girls getting uh, pregnant at uh, wrong age and uh, so i started praying and uh, one day, the Lord pointed the kids to me and said, these guys who have left home do not have a foundation. But if you have the children, you can put foundation in them and uh, help them go through school and they'll become something. And that's how come I had to move from the uh, Herod of his coming ministries and start the Eagles Christian Academy.
0: Yeah, I, and I remember, I think it was very similar. If I remember correctly, you, you pitched that idea to Tony, and Tony said, well, you know, start it. And so you <laughs> did. We, we, weren't a, we weren't actually partnered in the first year. Amen. <laughs> and how many students did you have in the first class?
1: I started with two.
0: With two? two okay, learners. but then, yeah, two, but then in the first official school year in January, you had like seven, eight, yeah. I can't remember. And That's... I
1: went to their home to bring them to school they were not interested in school. Their parents were not interested in school. So I went to two homes and got two learners and brought them to school. Yeah.
0: And how many students do you have now?
1: I have 165. Uh, Before I left home, I had other 10. (laughs) I got 10 more applications this time before I I, I came here. Uh, So I'm going to have 165 plus 10. To, every
0: time I talk to Monica, there are more students, <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, but it's cool because it is, is a place that, that kids want to come to, and, and parents who care, there are some who care, want to send their kids to um, because it is a place where kids feel loved. Um, and so, and how many staff do you have now?
1: Uh, I have 32.
0: 32, 32s, yeah, yeah, it's
1: I have the teaching staff is 17, then I have the kitchen staff 4, administration 2, gardening 4, kitchen 4, security 2, transport 1, I can't count them but they they, they all in all we are 32, excluding me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and, and, and and it really says something that someone would come to teach in Kithyanyo. Tony described it pretty well. Getting to Kithyanyo is not the easiest thing no. in the world. No. Um, they have extended the paved road, uh, the tarmac, a little farther, mm-hmm. so it gets close now, but it used to be, especially you would, I mean, the Very last, difficult. oh, for us, probably 15 miles or so was just all dirt road, bumpy, so... I mean, what do you look for in a in a in a teacher or a staff member that would come to Kithyanyo?
1: I ask the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, I pray a lot about the staff I want because um, they have to understand my vision, and 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 they must fit in. If you come to me and you're not a Christian, we're not talking. But we talk because you're a Christian, and I tell you, I want to instill things of faith in the, in the lives of these young ones. They are helpless. They don't know even what you're talking about. It's only us who can impact these kids and uh, help them know Christ, and first and foremost, love them. They know they are loved, and they run to us because they are loved, and this way we are able to minister to them. So I interview teachers after prayer And uh, there are some I send away, and there are some I accept. Those I accept. The Lord uses them in our school.
0: Yeah, they really, I mean, they really are missionaries. I mean, they're coming to a place that you describe yourself as dry and dusty. I don't... (laughs) We love it there. We love to come there. It's beautiful. But, but, but... But not, I mean, there are, you know, there are places in Kenya that people really desire to go to, but they come to Kithyanya because they really do embrace the mission. And um, well, I don't know, we don't have time to tell all the stories, but I know Justice, I mean, he came to your school, and it's very much a heart of the bride study to be the cook because you met him, yeah. and it was just all about relationship. You, I'll tell you another gift Monica has, and that is seeing um, gifts and others that they don't recognize. Uh, Monica will say a lot of times, "I see this one doing that," and then she encourages them, and they do it. And Justice is one of those who comes and now cooks for the kids. Our chief chef. Our chief chef. Yes, <laughs> we have an official chef now. Chief I know chef. he yeah. even wears the hat. I wish we had a picture. No, but Justice. And but again, uh, he's just. He's just full of joy. I mean, he, he loves what he, he does. He is good. He loves the children. He's
1: good and is trained by the national service, uh, national youth service.
0: Well, And so what have been your greatest challenges um, in, in establishing and running the, the Eagles Christian Academy?
1: Um, in the village where I am, you know, it's not city. It's not anywhere near city. And uh, most of the... Uh, people in our community are not really exposed to some of the things people in town would be exposed. And one of the biggest challenges I have uh, in our community is disconnect between them and their children. You find they have a son, they have a daughter, but there's no relationship. And by God's grace, when we get them in and they become Uh, part of our school we minister to them and extend this ministry to the parents so the biggest challenge is connecting children with their parents
0: and so I I asked you hey what what is one example of just you know how God's worked in someone or a success story whatever we would say and and you suggested and uh, I'm glad you did uh, the little boy that we've been connected with in part uh, and uh, sponsored for a long time, and his name is Brian. Uh, so you can you know why we chose him. Um, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's a very simple answer. That's my name. I want to sponsor this guy, but um, <laughs> but uh, but I'm so glad we did because w- w- we've interacted with him since he's been at the school. He came in. He was one of the first class. Or he's the a pioneer. Class? Yeah. He so he seven came years. in
1: 19. 19- Actually, we started school in 2016 September. Yes. Usually, it doesn't start in September. He well, we started in September, I felt the hard to just start. So I went to their home and brought him. He was the first. Him and Pauline were the, five yeah, Pauline, the pioneers yeah, of
0: this. Yeah. And so what, what are the challenges that Brian has had in his life, starting at a very early age?
1: Brian's dad had committed suicide the year I brought him to school. And Brian was out of himself. And uh I was moved to bring him to school, and uh, he joined us in school. He's a very bright kid, but he was very, very difficult. He couldn't relate with anyone. He beat up the girls especially. He had no relationship with his mother, and oh, he had respect for me because every time he was brought to me, he would cry and you'd he say he's sorry. Even before I deal deal with whatever he has done. And he continued to be very difficult. I tried getting his mother to talk to her, but it wasn't working. We have a, a, school, um, a school counselor. She, her name is uh, Rose. She came several times to talk to him, to just try listening, and she never broke through. And we continued to pray. And with all those years, he was just difficult. Performing very well in the class, but not being able to relate. We brought in a chaplain who still tried. Nothing happened. And just a year ago um, we we got, a year and a half ago we got a new teacher and he's the one who is in charge of uh, counseling and uh, and, and counseling and uh, guidance and counseling. I don't know, he related with Brian and uh, somehow Brian told, told him what had been bothering him. What we now learned is that Brian's mom used to beat up the father. So the father committed suicide. And Brian was going through a phase because he, he didn't want to tell anyone that a woman would beat a man. You know, his, his mom was beating up the father and, you know, abusing him. And uh, as soon as he said that, Something happened, a miracle happened, and Brian opened up, and he started talking, and uh, he, he started getting involved in the, in the Saturday programs where we have Bible studies for them, and things like that. He got active, and he became a friend of everybody. And now he loves school, he loves everybody, he relates with everybody, even his own mom. And we are so thankful for him that he joined goes Christian Academy the time he did, We are thankful that we never gave up and the Lord has has, has used us to transform him and make him someone who can be called someone. I praise the Lord for that.
0: Yeah, and we, you know we couldn't include all pictures. There's so many pictures, but I have pictures of him with his mom now, and you can see the difference in his yeah. face and even his relationship with her. It's it's so sweet. Uh, we have the we, we're privileged when we go to also visit homes of our kids there, and so we've we've been to their home and, and met her. Um, so what uh, what is your vision uh, for the the future? What's wh- what do you see now? The needs and how God is leading at at the academy.
1: Um, I thank the Lord that. Uh... He enabled me to start the school. And I also thank God for Heart of the Bride who have su- supported and stood with me all these years. It wasn't very easy. And uh, I know for sure that the Lord has used the school and the things of faith that we teach in the school to transform our community. And um, I don't see it just stopping here. I see it like we are growing, and one day we may be called uh, the Egos Christian College.
0: Monica does not lack for vision, everybody. <laughs>
1: yeah, And that's my prayer. Yeah. I trust the Lord, and I have committed it to Him, and I know He's coming my way.
0: Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with us tonight, Monica. It's such a pleasure to have you in our home too and visit with you. You are family and an inspiration to us. So thank you so much for being with us. We sure appreciate you. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, for Plead the Cause today. Uh, I hope and, and really believe that you are encouraged by the, uh, the testimony of Monica. Uh, Monica is a hero to many of us. Uh, and at an age where uh, most people in the West are retiring, uh, God challenged Monica to begin a ministry. And now uh, seven years in, we're seeing incredible fruit in the kids that God has brought to us. Life change. uh, And even I think as I shared in that a few weeks ago, I was able to baptize 19 kids at the Eagles Christian Academy uh, in October. So um, God is at work there. And uh, that's because uh, the body of Christ is coming together in this work. That's why Heart of the Bride exists, uh, to challenge the body of Christ, to come together, to be the answer to answer the call of James one twenty seven and uh, meet the needs of orphaned and vulnerable children around the world uh, right where they are. Uh, but we have to do this by coming together with the body of Christ all over the world. So we want to challenge you to be the answer today. Go to our website, heartofthebride.org, and you can, uh, you can go to join the fight at the top of the page, see uh, ways that you can join with us. In being the answer, the very first option there is an initiative called the Commit Three initiative that's going to be transformed into the Be the Answer initiative. And by the time you click this, it might already say that. Uh, But in that, we'll give you three simple ways to join us and be the answer, to pray, to engage, and to give. And so we uh, pray that you'll join us in that and be the answer for orphaned and vulnerable children around the world. Uh, You can start today by sharing this podcast, liking it, doing all that kind of good stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, then please uh, click... Uh, subscribe, share, all that kind of good stuff, and uh, and if or if you're on Facebook or listening on a podcast platform, uh, you know, like, uh, give us a good rating, share, all that kind of good stuff. It just helps us get the word out because we uh, to do more over the next 25 years. What we need are more people engaged with us. Uh, we need more people to step up and be the answer. So help us share, and uh, let's do that. Let's go out and be the answer for orphaned and vulnerable children around the world.